hello, hello, victors. Thank you for listening to Victoriously Broken. We are your hosts, Invincible and Mrs. T. And this safe space was created for all who have been broken to share their testimonies, to encourage and uplift others. Now, today's episode is a very special episode. It is a part of a four-part series titled Growing Pain. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And a big part of our growing pain is when things happen out the blue. Mm-hmm. Right? When obviously right. when it's unexpected. Right. When we have our, 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 our roadmap out, when we have our plan for how our day is going to go, when we have our plan for how our life is going to go, when we have our plan for how, you know, we're going to achieve and get to our goal. Mm-hmm. But what do they always say? If you want to make God laugh, tell him your what? Tell him your plans. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Because right. we have no control over it. Yes, it sounds good. Yes, it's amazing. Why wouldn't this work? Right. But if it was to work in the way that we planned it, then we wouldn't really be growing. There really wouldn't be anything to learn from. And then on top of that, it wouldn't make when we do achieve our goal and our dream, it wouldn't make it sweet. You know, if you think about it, the things that we worked hard for, we tend to keep. Whereas the things that are given to us, just easy, easy, we don't keep that so what? You know what I'm saying? We don't hold on to that. We don't take care of that. But what's earned and what's worked for, oh, baby, you better believe we hold on to that. Amen. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It just, it depends on the lens, but right. We're all faced. We can be growing up in the same household, faced with the same challenges, but we're all going to have different results because of what we see. You see what I'm saying? And, and the thing, what we worked hard for the most, we hold on to and we cherish that versus what's just thrown out there and given to us. Yeah, it's crazy because um, series is called Growing Pains, and <laughs> there really isn't <laughs> anything great or easy about growth. No, when you're growing, it just reminds me, you know, as a little girl when I was, I remember when I was younger, and it's like my legs are hurting. But like, oh girl, that's just growing pains. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with you. You good. That's just growing pains. You just your bones are stretching out and they're growing, you know. <laughs> so that's gonna hurt. Uh-huh. Amen. I, would, I could never understand. I could never quite understand that like my legs hurt, but it's okay that my legs hurt because I'm growing. <laughs> what how does that make sense? You know, and I And I'm like, okay, so my bones are hurting. It means I'm growing and it's painful. And it's crazy because now that I'm older, I can always allude that to different situations that I find myself in. Um, Why does this hurt so bad, Lord? Or why did that person hurt me so bad, Lord? Or Mm. why did this situation affect me in such a, a negative way? And have me hurting so bad. All of these things happen 
never to make you hurt per se, but to allow you to grow through the hurt. And yeah, so and a lot of times we take that as a punishment. Like, what did I do? Right, right. And it's, not, and it's never, it's not necessarily something you did wrong hmm. because something is hurting you or uh, you're going through certain situations that's causing this type of pain or that type of pain. It doesn't have to necessarily mean that you've done anything wrong at all. It just means that the pain was necessary for your purpose. Mm-hmm. And so if something does happen out the blue that messes up your whole uh, plan, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy because I just went through this recently. My family and I just, just went through this massive out the blue situation and some things transpired which basically caused us not from something that we've done wrong but basically caused us to lose to lose our current living situation and it just for us it happened out the blue it's like where is this coming from we thought everything was all good everything was going great but all of a sudden we get this email up no, we changed our mind. So we had to take that in stride. We had to take that. And it was not a, a good pill to swallow. You know, medicine don't taste good. I don't no. know. I've never really tasted medicine that tastes good. No, I don't care what but, flavor it is. Bubblegum, cherry, no, strawberry, mixed berry. Yeah, no, it all tastes like medicine. It, it don't <laughs> taste good. And so, but what is medicine? useful right mm-hmm. medicine is used to heal you it's necessary you want to get better the the nasty taste is nasty it's disgusting come on however that you have to deal with the nasty taste in order to get the healing the medicine is trying to provide come on not only that but we're willing to go through that because we know the outcome we know what it's going to do and the purpose of it so we're going to sit there consistently take these pills you know uh 1200 milligrams and 600 milligrams because we know according to the doctor according to this package we have that much faith in this in this medicine that these doctors prescribe to us amen that right. if we take this and yes, this prime example, I have been in so much pain um, mm-hmm. since the end of July, every single day of my life, every second, every minute, every hour, every day, I am in pain. This yeah. it never goes away and yeah. it's getting worse. And yesterday I had one of one of my many multiple doctor's appointments that I keep going to, because again, I'm one of those people where I'm going to keep knocking on this door because y'all going, we going to figure out what's wrong with me. This is not right. right. Amen. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, the young lady, she came in, the doctor was like, okay, well, you know, considering my kidney disease, I can only take so much. I can only do so much. So the extra strength Tylenol, you know, that doesn't work for me. That's a slap in the face. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I have to sit and I suffer through a lot of my pain because I can't take the good stuff. Amen. Right. Right. So He's like, okay, well, there's this, there's this shot you can take. I forgot the name of it or whatever. So the young lady come in there and I'm in pain, y'all. I am in, I'm in pain. I'm laying on the hospital bed, just like, just whatever. And 
she was like, okay, it's going to burn. And I was like, for how long? <laughs> Amen. You know, right. I'm asking all these questions because it's like, okay, I know I got to take this, but I got to be mentally prepared for how long. And I'm trusting in the doctors and, and what they're saying that this is going to work and this is going to relieve my pain. And again, it's temporary. Amen. Right. Right. Uh, and I laid there and I took that shot and surprisingly it didn't burn. I was waiting for the burn to happen. And she was like, oh, I guess I was hyping it up. She was like, but you know, it didn't burn you. And I was like, no, nah. I was like, all oh, this extra fat girl should be good for something. Amen. <laughs> so but y'all, let me tell you, like, that's the kind of faith we need to have in God. Amen. We injecting ourselves. We putting so much unknown stuff in our bodies. Right. Right. But we questioning God. Right. We don't have that same faith in God. When he has proven time and time again, this medicine that we taken ain't been proven because this is a new symptom. This is all new. Right. So this stuff ain't been proven if this is going to work or not. Is this long-term or is it temporary? But we know that God is long-term. God ain't temporary. And he has already proven himself over and over again. But yet we still sit here questioning on him and and and, and questioning his greatness. And if he's really here or not, and is he going to do what he said he's going to do? Why can't right. we have the same faith in him that we do in this medicine that we put in our bodies? Right. Why can't we have the same faith in him that we got faith in these doctors when they're telling us, you know, you got to do this, that, and this, and that first. Before right. you can get to this. Right. Exactly. Why? It's because, you know what? It's hard for so many people, just like sometimes with me too, you know? A lot of times with me, it's so much easier believing and trusting in something that you can, that's tangible, you can touch it, you can feel it, you can see it, that's right in front of your face. And it's harder to believe in a God that you quote unquote can't physically see. However, for me, I see God everywhere, right? Yes. And for me, you know, I literally feel his presence no matter where I go. Mm -hmm. So I can, I can see him in outside. I can see him um, in circumstances, situations, I, I can, I can feel his presence. I understand that he's here. He's relevant. He's listening, mm -hmm. but so many people struggle with that. You know, it's, it's easier to have faith in something that lets you down than to have faith in something that never will. Mm. Talk about it. Because, you know, it's kind of like that. Um, this is not a technical name for it. I'm not a psychologist, but I know it has a lot to do with an abuse type of syndrome. Right. And so you're constantly, you're, you're trying to understand why does she keep going back to him? Mm. Why does she keep going back to him? Why does she keep accepting this? Why mm. does she keep taking that type of abuse? Why does she keep subjecting herself to this? I go ahead and save her and I intervene, but she takes up for him. Why mm. is that happening? Hmm. It's because psychologically, we've made it easier in our minds and we've made so many excuses psychologically to ourselves um, that it makes it easier to deal with the abuse you know than to deal with something you don't. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so it, and so it's crazy as it is, I rather deal with this over here because I know what I'm going to get rather than mm-hmm. putting my place in something where I really mm-hmm. don't have an idea or a clue. Mm, come on now. All you need to do is reach out and pray. Literally. All you have to do is say, God, I am here. God, I am here. I am listening. Show me the way. And God will show you. He will show you. All you have to do is come with a humble heart and with the made up mind that you are ready to hear. You are ready to listen. And you are ready for that step. Amen. to communicate with God and that's all it takes literally um you may sound crazy you may feel silly but the silly you feel the more you know you're doing it the right way and so I say to you Victors and I'd say to myself you know something comes at you out the blue that just uh rattles your entire life rattles your entire being you're like where did this come from it just happened out the blue listen every single situation every single thing in your life is ordained is has already been ordained by God and so nothing nothing is a surprise to God Mm-hmm. It may be a shocker and a surprise to us, but it's never a surprise to him. And so because our God is so gracious, so merciful, and so loving, he gave us the gift of free will. Invincible has said this so many times before. He gave us the gift of free will. And because we have the gift of free will, that's what allows him to wait for us to come to him. Amen. With our request and with our pleas amen because he's not a forceful guy he's not going to force himself on us he wants us to come to him on his own and i've had people say like that don't make sense why does that make sense okay well think of it like this wouldn't you rather hug your mom or hug your father Mm -hmm. want to give your father or mother a hug your earthly Mm -hmm. mother father your earthly aunt your earthly uncle your earthly granddad or grandma whatever your situation is your earthly guardian whatever that looks like to you wouldn't mm-hmm. you rather just want to give go up to them and give them a hug and give them a kiss and do things for them or would you rather them come to you and say you will give me a hug today mm-hmm. force himself on you mm-hmm you could be sitting down, you can be relaxing, you can be chilling out, you could just not be in the mood for that hug. You could just not be in the mood to be even be bothered, but they forced you to hug them. Mm-hmm. How would that make you feel? Victor's, how really would that make you feel? <clears throat> if you were forced to hug your father, your mother, if they forced it on you, it's the same concept with our father in heaven amen right god will never force himself on you because he wants you to come to him wholeheartedly with a willing spirit amen and say 
I love you, Father. Like, I love you. I want to give you a spiritual hug. I want to come to you and give you and lay my burdens down in front of you and tell you that this situation, I can't take this situation anymore. I need your help. Mm. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going out of my mind. Mm. Whatever you got to say, you can say it. Just make it plain. Listen, I'm tripping right now. I cannot figure this out. I need your help. Mm -hmm. No matter how you come at the father, just come. It don't matter how you come. You all go. Your entire goal is to come. Amen. He already knows you. He already knows how you are, how you talk, how you speak. So you don't have to say, oh, dear heavenly father out in heaven. Oh, Lord, help me. You know, you don't have to be so formal. You could be real and direct, just like you talking to one of your homie. I know exactly. that's how I am with him. I was like, God, why you got your girl down here like this? Come on, Jesus. Ha, fix it, Lord. I need you, Lord. <laughs> exactly. I have open, candid conversations with him. And those are the best kind. Yep. When you can just be you. No judgment, no nothing, just chilling and talking. Exactly. Exactly. You know what, Victors? I got a scripture for that. Let's turn to Luke chapter 12, verses 7 through 9. And it reads, and this is Jesus Christ talking. And it reads, indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered mm. do not fear you are more valuable than many sparrows and i say to you everyone who confesses me before men the son of man will confess him also before the angels of god but he who denies me before men will be denied before the angels of god amen so with that God knows every hair on your head. Mm. Every hair on your head is numbered. Can you imagine counting each strand on your own head? That's, mm. I can't, no. I can't do that. <laughs> for, for me, I, I mean, I, I can't do that. But he is so gracious and he is so loving and he wants a relationship with you. So, Vixters, all you have to do is just go to him. Pray. Talk to him regularly, candidly. Whatever you got to say, you can say it. However it come out, it's going to hide how it's going to come out. Because guess what? He can hear your thoughts, too. He knows what's in your heart. So, if a cuss word slip, then a cuss word slip. It is what it is. He knows curse, right? It's not like just because you curse, God don't hear, God don't know. Man, he like, know everything already. It's it's like you know, happens and happens. What he wants is authenticity. He wants you to be authentically you. Not try to be like somebody else. Not try to pray like somebody else. Not try to. Um, do or follow in the footsteps of he wants you to be authentically who you are who he made you to be 
We all have different personalities. That's why God deals with us wherever we are in life. He yes. meets you where you yes. are. Yes, yes, yes. But the fact is, is that you go and you show up. You keep showing up regardless because eventually you'll start to evolve. Eventually you start to change. You feel me? But the whole thing is, it's like, um, it's like, I can't think of what it's like, but nonetheless, <laughs> But what I'm saying is, is when you constantly keep doing something, you get better at it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you constantly put things into practice and make it part of your life, your mm-hmm. everyday life, you get better at it. Mm-hmm. And when you go, what is this, a day without doing it? Your day is like not the same. Let me tell y'all. So Mm -hmm. for the last, what, month of August, I Mm -hmm. have been on my journey with starting my day with God because things weren't right. Amen. And Mm -hmm. I couldn't figure out why. (laughs) Amen. And Mrs. T was like, that's because you trying to fit God in at the end of your day. Amen. And not at the beginning. And I was like, oh my goodness, you right. So in order for me to put God ahead of my day, I have to start waking up at 4 a.m. Boom, boom. That's what time I get up every day. <laughs> I had to start getting up on Mrs. T hours. And let me tell y'all, when she first told me this years ago, I talked about her. I thought she was cooking with the Cocoa Puffs. Like, girl, that's crazy. I don't know how you could do this. Amen. <laughs> And here we are. Now I'm up at 4 a.m., you know, reading my word, praying, writing my to-do list for the day, getting myself mentally and, you know, and spiritually prepared for any of the tests and the obstacles that I will face for that day. I'm, I'm putting my armor on. Amen. Yes. And I have to wake up early to put my armor on because it's a lot of armor I got to put on. You know what I'm saying? This ain't nothing that I can wake up at at 5 a.m. and start work at 6. No, I'm going to have to wake up and give him his adequate time. Amen. To fully get me dressed and armored and ready for battle. And I think it was the last two days, my sleep schedule has been all out of whack because mm-hmm. I had needed to do something and it was super duper late and threw my pattern off so I didn't wake up at 4 a.m mm-hmm. excuse me I didn't wake up at 4 a.m so it's throwing everything off and I'm seeing that and I'm feeling that in my day because things were happening mm-hmm. today that I couldn't figure out to manage how to properly handle well wow yeah and it just yeah. dawned on me as Mrs. T was talking, oh, that's because, girl, you didn't wake up and put your armor on. <laughs> you girl. was not ready for battle. You walked outside on the front line in the battlefield just butt naked. Just not, you don't have on nothing. Girl. I was not girl. suited and booted, okay? Yeah. I was just out there, okay? Not just saying, hey, world, come got him. <laughs> that's no bulletproof vest on, no nothing. I'm just like, just out there and it started to make sense like that's why today I had a I was on the verge of a panic attack and everything was just nothing was working out today not nothing everything just seemed rushed and not on time and I y'all know me I'm very stickler about my time 
And it was like, that's because I wasn't ready. I went on a battlefield and I didn't have my armor on. Girl. Girl. That's my own fault. <laughs> and then, you know what? We do it though. We're human. Like it happens. I've, I've done it. I mean, I, I remember, I call it my dry spell. I remember I went through a dry spell with just not being in my word. Like I'm supposed to be in my word. Not doing my devotions. Not really um I prayed but it was never like you know in the way that I'm supposed like I that it works for me and mm-hmm. I know it was all for me you know everybody's situation is different everybody's prayer life is different but for me and how it works for me I knew that it was you know not working you know for me mm-hmm. and that dry spell was just, oh, uh, and I'm not trying to say I was mad at God or I don't think I was mad at God. I mean, I have gotten mad at God several times in my life, uh, many, many, many times. Like, are you not me? I, me and God be having our powwows. Like, Amen. I be having straight up powwows. Like, listen, Amen. Um, I'm very angry with you. You know, because I, he is my father and I, he is my father and he loves me. I'm his daughter. And you know, he's the only father I knew, period. So I, mm. it's just, I have those powwows with him, mm-hmm. right? So I've been mad. But at this point, I don't think I was mad at God. But it's almost like you're, when you, when you go a long period of time and not talk to like your best friend or mm-hmm. your sister or your brother or whoever that person is in your life pictures. And you go for all this long time because y'all mad, right? Y'all mad, y'all trying to, you know, rather it's your spouse, whoever it is, mm-hmm. because y'all mad, y'all go all this time. And it's like, it feels bad. It feels wrong. It feels weird. And it's kind of like that type of feeling almost. It's like, you know, at first in the beginning, I didn't really start because I got so caught up because you get so caught up in your routine and you get so caught up in your day of just living life and you go 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 and then you know once you start hitting your head up against uh the wall so many times you start to think like hmm, maybe i should go around this wall amen um maybe i should go the other way amen um yeah so yeah that's what happened to me one season in my life where I was just not in tune. I was not there. I was not, I wasn't feeling it. I don't know what it, whatever it is. I just wasn't feeling it. I just wasn't feeling the word like that. I just wasn't, I just, I don't know. I just wasn't, I was going through a dry spell. But like I said, it happens. It happens to all of us. We're all human. You know, we're human beings. You know, we uh, have our feelings. and like my husband loves to say, your feelings are not always reality. Ooh. And so you get out of your feelings. My Come husband, on now. that's his saying. Come your feelings are reality. Get out of your feelings. And you know, I, I, sometimes I catch offense to that. Sometimes I get on defense mm-hmm. with him sometimes. But he, he is so correct in saying, in saying that because, you know, that's the truth. 
just because um, this is the way I feel doesn't necessarily mean this is what's true, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so God, we have to remember God is truth. God is, um, he is, right? And so it's, and for an example of that, your feelings not always necessarily being reality is, I love to use the example of texting, right? Girl, or an email, like, you know, we any, any, any of that, right. No any, interpretation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, Amen. any of that, any of that. And even, okay, so even in the professional world now, uh, different like emojis are, are, are pushed to mm-hmm. be used now, even in the professional world, because there have been studies and statistics that, scratch that there have been studies shown that by adding a smiley face or adding it softens the email it softens the text message or whatever uh whatever type of platform you're using but yeah i mean you know your feelings are not always reality because your somebody can shoot you a text message and depending upon your attitude at that time which mm-hmm. that person has no idea what your attitude is mm-hmm. and that person means it this way and not the way that you're trying to interpret it and not the negative way you're trying to interpret it come on you know you read that text message based on how you feel and your feelings is not the reality that text message you can say um uh uh, I'm not trying to do that right now or no, not, not even that. Well, technically you say something simple as well. Let me say, I don't know. I have to see. It can be that simple. I don't know. I have to see. And then the other person, based on how you feel, could be like, I don't know. I have to see. What? What's she talking? How's she going to me? I don't know. I have to see. What mm-hmm. that mean? What about me? My part? I got stuff I got to do too. She ain't da, 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 da. and you start going on and on on this tangent, right? You start going on and on this tangent, and then you pick up a phone, you make a phone call, it's like hello, all nice and bubbly. Hey girl, what's up? What was that text message you just sent me? What what text? What you talking about? When you said I don't know, I have to see. I was just asking, I was just answering your text bitch. Just telling you no. Uh, I'm not sure right now, but I will, as soon as I find out, I'm going to let you know type mm-hmm. of thing. It's just that simple. No animosity, no nothing. And then you all got yourself in a frenzy off based off your feelings that were not reality. Mm-hmm. And so just because something happens out of the blue, just because something comes at you from left field that you were not expecting, that you did not have any plans for that you did not have your armor on to handle amen does not take away god's purpose and god's anointing on your life amen when something happens out of the blue it's not necessarily happening um because of you Mm. but it's happening for you amen amen Exactly. It is happening for you, my love, for you, for your good. And God's glory. Amen. Amen. Because uh, 
yeah let me tell you you got to find purpose in your pain because there is purpose in your pain you just got to find it don't give up please don't give up please don't give up please find something to keep fighting please keep fighting trust me promise me it gets better because the words that kept me fighting the words that gave purpose to my pain is the reason why I am here with you today this life I live isn't for me it's for you God gave me grace guys so yours can be blue I close the show with that every show because it's so true and it's so powerful and it's so important for everyone to realize that you are not alone and the very thing that you're going through can be the very thing somebody else needs to hear to save them to keep them fighting yep growing pains man it's a painful process but we all must endure it yes and until next time my loves peace and blessings